Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you. Hotep, Aboragani. Peace. Ciao. Whatever the greeting is that you are customarily used to hearing, we want to give that to you. So if you didn't hear it today, then contact us and let us know how you would like to be greeted by your family so that we can make you feel as welcome as you need to be. In this discussion on disaster awareness for community preparedness, this is a forum that is definitely a dialogue, not a monologue, and it's not a lecture. It's a conversation that needs to be had amongst the family because of the time and what must be done. We definitely know that time dictates the agenda. And so we begin all things, or I begin all things, in the name of the one God, the God that's responsible for all that was, is, and will be, 
that God that's responsible for Adam and Eve and Noah and Abraham and Lot, all of the prophets of God, that God that is the all in all, the omnipresent God, the ever-present God, the self-subsisting, the I am that I am, the Alpha and the Omega. Yes, no matter what language you speak, no matter what part of the planet you may be on, the one God is the same. And it's to that one that I thank him for allowing me another day in his wonderful creation called life. Because it's not by any grace or goodness of my own, by any goodness of my own, that my life has been spared another day. It's by his grace and mercy. So to that God and to his risen Christ, the one that was sent here to give us the messages and to get us back in tune with him and to his apostles, the one that is in our midst today, the Jesus that is in our midst today. To those, because of those three, I greet each of you that are listening in the greeting words of peace and paradise as spoken in our original tongue. As-salamu alaykum. And that simply means peace be unto you. So however you want to accept the peace, and however you want to distribute the peace. That's what this is about. This is a forum that is about bringing information, education, and inspiration to whomever may be listening so that we may survive what is on us and what is to come so that we may be able to live in the future. So again, I'm Brother Rudolph Muhammad, and I'm anxiously awaiting to hear from my brother, my friend, and my co-host, Brother Yusuf B. Muhammad, and then we will get on with the agenda for the day. But before I pass this mic, let me take this moment to thank our engineering staff, Brother Forrest, Sister Yvette, Brother Jason, uh, Brother Forrest and Sister Yvette's children who also engineer the show for us so that we may be able to come to you when we are live on the air. So to everyone who has a hand in getting this show going and keeping it moving, we thank you for your time, your patience with us. Brother Youssef on the line. Brother Rudolph, are you there, sir? Yes, sir. I'm here. You're not, you're not saying anything, my brother. You can't hear me? 
Now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Did, did you hear me open up? Yes, sir. We heard you open up. We're live. You're good. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I apologize. All right. I, I didn't know I, I didn't know if you could hear me or not. All right, all right. Well, we're here. We, we're good. We're good. All right. So today is Friday, uh, June 17th, 2022. And we have a lot of current events that we will talk about. We have a lot going on this weekend, this being the weekend of right. June 17th. Oh, there's, there's the voice right there. That's my brother, my friend, my compadre, my companion on the line there. So let me um, pass the mic to Brother Yusuf so he can open up and greet you, and then we'll get right into the program. Brother Yusuf. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. In the name of the Most High, true and living God, we thank him for love and for life. And I'm sure Brother Rudolph has greeted you with the greeting words of peace. I was able to hear you, Brother Rudolph, but uh, I, I didn't have an opportunity to transmit. So thank you, beloved, for holding it down. Thank you for allowing me to be your brother that we might uh, share with our listening audience. And we thank our listening audience for your patience. For it's been a while since we've been on these mics. You know, I'm talking fast and trying to utilize my time wisely. First of all, let me greet everyone with the greeting words of peace and paradise. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Thank you, sir. You know, uh, for those who may not be familiar with that uh, greetings, it's a salutation, which is actually a prayer. And the Most High knows, you know, many of you know, you know, prayer is definitely necessary in this time, (laughs) in this world that we live in. So I want to welcome everybody to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. As Brother Rudolph mentioned, I'm his co-host, Brother Youssef Muhammad. Indeed, it's a pleasure to serve you in this capacity uh, today, and we thank you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. We pray everyone is doing well, all things considered. We're all being tried in these times but what we try to do is serve you to the best of our ability to give you an opportunity to uh, become self-reliant and take an appropriate action in response to any emergency Uh, as the the uh, gospel singer hezekiah walker would say we need you to survive i heard brother rudolph lay the base of you know our objective for education and inspiration our uh, vision is that each individual citizens including you me us them we every capable man woman and child understand their personal responsibility for the safety of themselves their family their neighbors and the overall well-being of the community again i welcome you Uh, brother rudolph said there's a lot going on in the world And certainly only you know what's going on where you live. But if I could just share with you a couple of uh, points that have come across my screen that I think are worth speaking to. And if I miss anything, Brother Rudolph will certainly pick up on it. Some of these things 
may get may get a little coverage, and I emphasize a little coverage <laughs> on mainstream media, but some of those things may not. And we have to understand that part of the disaster that's occurring in our households today is because of deception, you see? And so, of course, all of us are familiar with the mass shootings, the active shooter scenarios, whether it's Buffalo or, you know, they said a church uh, in Alabama was killed last night as it relates to active shooting scenario. Then part of the deception is, in my humble opinion, they're putting these hearings on TV about the January 6th insurrection that took place. What, what else is it you need to know? Right. What else, You need somebody to tell you what you saw? <laughs> anyway, while that's going on, right, all over the world, uh, the World Health Organization uh, just mentioned that there are over 1 million refugees in the world, meaning they had forced to leave where they live because of war, because of poverty, because of politics. Now, Ukraine has been on the news, and so we, we're, we're familiar with that. But, you know, Somalia, Sudan, Haiti, just to name a few. Then I, I, I thought about Yesterday, seeing that President Biden offered $1 billion to Ukraine. $1 billion to Ukraine? That, that's Where's my that? taxpayer money. They they didn't even ask me. I mean, you know, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was next. You know, the reparations, they never could find money for that, you see. But just like, you know, at a stroke of a pen, $1 billion? Well, 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 these are just some of the things. Now, you know, God is in, in control of this thing now. He, he permits things to happen, and he has an active will as well. So as the world, those who are either gamblers or fans of sports watched the NBA championship last night, I found it interesting that the commissioner couldn't make the game because he came down with COVID. Mm, I think his name is Silverman, but... but yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm getting to Dr. Fauci. Fascinated, triple boosted, COVID. <laughs> you understand? And then, and then, and we don't wish that on anybody. But I mean, I just found it interesting that um, you know you may or may not heard about that. But at the same time, that mainstream media and the government was saying don't take ivermectin. We come out. The Nation of Islam final call newspaper says a victory for ivermectin. For ivermectin, right. Isn't that something? You know the Honorable <laughs> Minister Louis Farrakhan told us during the swan song, we, we're, we're actually the opposite of the U.S. government, if you really understood. But that's, that's right. just God bringing some of these uh, things out. Um, a couple of more things, and I'm going to get out of your way, but I, I just <laughs> thought it was relative. No, sir, thank you. Now, of course, we... we, we we know who, who controls rain, hail, snow, and earthquakes. And as the news would have it, they had to show Yellowstone National Park. The, 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 the rivers overflowing, homes falling in the river, the roads, it's almost as if it was a war, a bomb dropping on the roads. The people could not evacuate. 
<laughs> this is national news now. The world is seeing this. It didn't happen around the corner from where I live. It happened at Yellowstone National Park. And then there's, there's a in, index <laughs> all over America. <laughs> then the guy, uh, 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 Julian Assange of WikiLeaks. Right. The U.K. say that they're giving him up to the United States. That's a big political that that you know that's that freedom of speech piece, that's real heavy, and it's uh-huh. a sign for something that's going down. So lastly, I don't know if you saw it. This sister by the name of uh, Prime Minister of Barbados, Mia Motley, yes. on June tenth, she she spoke at what what's called the Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles. It's the ninth Summit of the Americas. When y'all get a chance. Check out her 15-minute speech and what, what went down, what she said about what she thought the summit of America should be concerned about. <laughs> she really sounds like the minister, and we know the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, not you but me. I affectionately call him the eyewitness news in advance. In advance, right. So these are just, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight points that I wanted to bring out. I heard Brother Rudolph talk about Juneteenth. Like like Juneteenth, let let us not find out late, too late, what the real deal is. You know, when are so we also find European. Huh? When are they going to bring the news to us here in America that we free? <laughs> well, when you is know. our Juneteenth? Uh, let me stop. Let me stop. I, I just, no, no, yeah. you're telling it right because the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation, emancipation means freeing from hands. It's not freeing from control. And see, that's right. part of the trick bag. You see, right. when you get deep into it, as we talked by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and then this, you know, European holidays, they decide they want to honor their father this weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Shout yeah. out, shout out to all the fathers. And then June is Black Music Month, and so me and Brother Rudolph sometimes can't help ourselves. So every now and then, if we break out in a lyric, don't don't hold it against us. You know, we just trying to tell y'all you can get with this or you can get with that. <laughs> you can get with this or you can get with that. I was starting it off. I'm going to get with this because this is where it's at. Disaster awareness for community preparedness. <laughs> brother Rudolph, I'm out your yes, way, brother. brother. You know, yes, sir. thank now, you for letting brother, me be your brother. Brother, I was starting it off with Rakim, the return of the wild style fashion list. <laughs> That's how I was starting it off. <laughs> you I can't help ourselves, back. Right, right. Don't call it a comeback. You know, hey, we ain't been nowhere. <laughs> Ain't that something? Oh, that man, something? yeah. No, it's a lot of stuff going on, so much stuff going on. You know, this, I mean, real life, real life is some great material for a good comedian right now. You don't, He don't even have to stretch to get no material to do a 90-minute stand-up routine. All he got to do is just open up any newspaper, any newspaper, you go on any street corner and you can find something to talk about. But I want to get back to this, uh, these people with this new revelation or just telling the people that they're uh, COVID positive. These are the people with the double vaccination, triple boosted. These are the people mm-hmm. 
who were trying to force everybody in the whole world to take that poison because they said that this is the stuff that you need to stop you from getting what they got already, even though they took what they said you need. I, I just don't understand that this this just sounds like a, a, a big, hilarious scheme to me, you know. Marketing. Thought, you know, I thought, and because, you know, if you look on the back of my shirt, the tag that I wear says Made in America. So it, it, with, with the knowledge that was given to me in the uh, um, killing fields of America, I was taught that a vaccine is supposed to prevent you from getting whatever the so-called illness or disease was. That's what I was always taught by, um, you, you know, in the public school system of New York City. But obviously that can't be true because all of these people with the vaccine coming down with COVID. So mm-hmm. then they change it. Well, no, it just means that the that it won't hit you as hard. Um, it, the, the symptoms will be a little more, a little less severe um, uh, um, if you take the vaccine. Well, that's not what a vaccine is supposed to be about, from what I was taught. So maybe I just need to be totally re-educated, as they said. You know, the black man and black woman need to be totally re-educated here because um, we've been duped. We've been had. We've been tricked. What is it? Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Yeah, all of those adjectives for being fooled. Yeah, so... Um, but, you know, we'll leave that alone. Yeah, getting back to Yellowstone National Park being flooded. So now at the beginning of their tourist season, they, they, they all of that money that they cannot capitalize on now because the people can't even get in the park on the north side of the park because it's completely underwater. And it's no mm-hmm. telling how long it's going to last or how much more is going to flood because of what they say is global warming. Oh, yeah, yeah, global warming. Okay, all right, yeah. They, they, they just come up with terms for everything, with new terms for everything. Uh, as our brother Barry used to always affectionately say, it's the same soup, just reheated. That's all, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, you know it's uh, it, but brother, it's good to hear your voice again. It's good to be back on the air with you, um, doing what it is we do. Now, last week you were at the Carl Holmes Institute. Am I correct? That's correct. Shout out, shout out to all the brothers and sisters from all over the world that attended the Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute affectionately known as EDI, on the historic campus of Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, yes, sir, I was there uh, amongst the intelligentsia of the fire service throughout America and throughout the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. And, you know, I'm throwing this out here. I'm going to be like, uh, like, like, like I don't know what quarterback. I'm going to be like uh, uh, one of them quarterbacks, and I'm going to throw this Hail Mary toward the end zone. But I just want to give a shout-out to all the first responders that are out there, for those people who put their lives on the line 
every shift that they go to work, uh, day in and day out, with not a second thought about the danger that they willingly run into as everybody else is either trying to sleep or trying to run away from it. These courageous brothers and sisters, whoever they may be, black, white, other, doesn't matter at that point, you know, because those who put their lives on the line to save and to help others, you know, that's a noble thing that they do. And so to all of them, I just wanted to take my hat off to them and tell them job well done and thank you for every time they show up to work because it's a thankless job because you're only as good as your last shift and the minute things don't go right, you're the one that's getting cursed out as though you started the ball rolling or started the fire or the flood or whatever the disaster is of the day. So to the EMTs, the paramedics, the first responders, the uh, police officers, the doctors, the nurses, the emergency room staff, you know, the teachers, the correction officers, you know, uh, uh, the utility workers, uh, 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 the public work uh, people, all of those people who keep us comfortable in the midst of the disaster. I just wanted to, again, hats off, shout out to you. Thank you for what you do and continue doing the good job that you're doing. Now, with that being said, I have to say that there's um, a critical shortage in the United States of EMTs, nurses, of firefighters, of good police officers. Critical shortage. And when I say critical, I mean to the point where, hell, you may call 911 one day and, you know, just get a recording. Um, um, sorry, we cannot take your call at this time, but um, please call back at a later time. Imagine calling 911 and getting a message like that. What's the first thought you think would go through your mind when you're calling for the help and the help isn't there to answer? So, you know, it goes back to what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said. You know, we have to do for self and kind, but do for self first so that you can help to do for self first. So we have to get back to that do for self protocol. We have to get back to that uh, uh, self-preservation is the first law of nature mindset. We have to get back to that, um, yeah, if I have a bowl of bean soup, half of it is for my brother, but I have to have that bowl of bean soup first, which means I have to do something to ensure that I have the bean soup so my brother can get half. So that's just something, Brother Yusuf, that was on my mind, and I just had to get that out there. My wife and I were talking about it, um, you know, as we were riding today. We were talking about some things. And over the past couple of days now, 
that all of the children are out of the house and it's just me and my wife in the house, we we spend more time now talking, just she and I, and getting to know more about each other and, and what's on each other's mind because the distraction of the children is gone. Now, although mm-hmm. they are still there every day because, uh, you know, uh, at any given time, they, they come walking through the door because they have the door code and they uh, they have keys. So, you know, it's not like it's not like they cannot come, um, but they do have their own places, thank God. And um, that's something that I know every father looks forward to, um, knowing that you, in some way, shape, or form, have helped to prepare, especially your sons, to go out and get their own and be able to maintain it. That's right. Um, You know, so, and that is the job of father to further, uh, uh, get them further along the road or down the road that they need to be on in order to be independent and self-consistent under the one God. So I'm just throwing that out there, Brother Yusuf. Just throwing that no, out No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Brother Rudolph. That's beautiful. Shout out to our children who, although they strive to be independent, as the comedian used to say, they never really leave. <laughs> they, they, they always come back in some form, shape, or manner. But shout out to our children. You know what I mean? Shout out to our wives who sacrifice themselves with our children so that we can do what we do as men and as fathers. You know, I I want to concur, and that was one of the things I tried to emphasize to the uh, student population who attended the uh, Dr. Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute, how much respect I have for them, those who are still working, the EMTs, the paramedics, the firefighters during this pandemic. And um, as you said, there's a shortage, right? And and not only that, I, I, you know, you talk about disaster awareness for community preparedness. Uh, as I was leaving last week, um, I had a stop. My flight had to stop in Atlanta. And as fate wow. would have it, I had the last flight out of Atlanta only to be canceled. And wow. so... Yeah, they offer a certain number of, you know, hotel stays, if that be the case. By the time I got to the desk, that was full. So I ended up sleeping in the airport, you see. And they they said, well, we can offer you some blankets and some toiletries. And, uh, I mean, you know, being who we're trained to be, we meet and overcome all obstacles in our path. But what that was doing for me was that showing me how those who are homeless in this society are almost forced to live that way every day, all day. Right. And they may or may not have blankets, you see. So I certainly had no problem soldiering overnight. But what's my point? Well, it humbles you, number one. It lets you know just how grateful if you thought you had an attitude of gratitude, 
then you get a whole other level of to whom much is given, much is required and expected. Again, humility, gratitude on another level when you're forced that way. But you have to meet and overcome. You have to adapt. You have to have situational awareness, knowing what to do, how to do, where to do, uh, 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 when to do, when you talk about disaster awareness for community preparedness. Uh, Yes, sir. If nothing else, if nothing else, in the airport, they keep the TVs on and they're playing music. So that, right. for me, was the biggest challenge other than, you know, sleeping on some hard chairs. I could get through with that. <laughs> that was nothing. But the music playing all night, all morning, that was psychological warfare. I thought I was in one of the, you know, POW camps, brother. The concentration camps. <laughs> yeah, brother. I was like, okay, you. you know, Torture. just when you thought. No peace and quiet. Right. But if it happened to me, I'm sharing it with our listening audience because it could happen to you. And just as you said, uh, uh, um, there's a shortage in the uh, fire rescue uh, profession. I'm seeing across my screen that just yesterday, 4,600 flights were canceled Canceled. in America. So if you intend to fly, it's not guaranteed. You're going to get to your destination when, on paper, it says you're supposed to get there. In fact, it's not guaranteed that you'll even take off from the destination where you say, on paper, you're scheduled to depart. So just wanted to share that as well. And then when you talked about uh, um, the whole piece back to the pestilence from heaven, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us on July 4th, 2020, the criterion that yes, you know this 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 scholarship from hell doesn't have what it takes to deal with what's coming from on high, and right. so we say to those who on the on the on the strength of being solution based, you know, they're practical steps for self care of what you can do to protect yourself. You can go to noi.org forward slash c19. You may or may not know that antiviral and antiseptic prevention and treatments such as ivermectin and black cumin seed and even antiseptic gargle mouthwash can assist in helping you. Um, It's all about building your immune system, brothers and sisters. Um, Right. Not exclusively, but... You know, we're asked the question at times, how strong is your foundation? Can you survive? And so to boost your immune system, you want to have good nutrition. You want to get as much sun as possible and fresh air. You want to increase your exercise. If you're not exercising, increase your vitamin D3 and your vitamin C. You may want to consider quercetin and zinc. Again, you know, you can go to various websites to get this information and don't forget about the God-given best defense against COVID-19, How to Eat to Live, Books 1 and 2 by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, where he says if we eat the proper food, eat at the proper time, the food will keep us living a long time. And if you... 
you know, get the Final Call newspaper, and we recommend highly you, you get the greatest and largest circulated newspaper in the world. They've been, the research team, been publishing various depopulation briefs, and there's just one little public service announcement, if you will, says 95% of your shopping should be in the produce section. So I just wanted to share that in terms of uh, solutions based of of what we need to consider relative to the COVID and, and the like. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir. And let me just add one more thing in there. Don't forget your Paximum, brother. Don't forget your Paximum. That's right. Yes. yes. That's right. Yes. Paximum. Been around a long time. The names have changed, you know, but the, the, the real deal is still the same, and it's still doing the same thing, and I'll leave that right there as the PSA. I won't go any further with it because they are so – strict about it now that if you uh, say the wrong thing about it, they're coming after you. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll just say that. Pax immune. Do your research. Do your research. All right. All right. Yes. So now, now, um, Juneteenth. 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 So it will be celebrated on Monday because it actually falls on a Sunday, so those people who are employed and whose employers recognize that as a paid holiday will get a paid holiday on Monday. But how many people actually really know what Juneteenth really is about? Uh, you know, I made the joke earlier uh, about when is the news going to come to us, but, you know, it was kind of a joke, but not really a joke, if you know what I mean. Uh, there was a lot of truth in there because uh, the whole foundation of Juneteenth was the fact that those living in the state of Texas, the Army had to come to them months after the the uh, paper had been signed for, and everyone else had known about it and supposedly had experiencing or, um, um, let's say, um, yeah, let's just say experiencing whatever it means on paper to be free. Well, those individuals in Texas knew nothing about it. So when they came to them months later to let them know, so now some nine months later, they're finding out, oh, we were supposed to be free nine months ago. So that's why I said, well, what about us here in America? When are we going to get the news? Um, So that's the basis of that little sarcasm there. Um, Because as you said, brother, um, what's written on paper only serves – uh, as, like you said, letters on a piece of paper. If it's not mm-hmm. in the hearts and minds of those who are in the positions of power and authority, real, then it, 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 it's just words, words on paper. And that's the evident truth about 
what we're talking about now. You know, if you just look at, just look around, look at what's going on. Look at how the darker people of the planet are being treated no matter where they are on the planet. Then you tell me whether they're free or not. And I'm not even going to get into the whole back and forth conversation of whether you call yourself black or African-American or, or, or whatever it is you call yourself. That's why I said the darker people of the planet, okay, because no matter where we are, we're being treated the same. So that's just something, um, you know, something to think about. That's all, just food for thought, food for thought. But again, happy Juneteenth for whoever and however you want to take it. Um, like you said, Father's Day, yeah, another uh, um, capitalist way of going in your pocket and taking out of it whatever is left in there after paying 5 or 6 or $7 for a gallon of gas. So whatever is left, now they're going to play on your heartstrings about that. But you really don't have to worry about that because um, – you know, like on Mother's Day, you have to uh, call three weeks in advance and still wait on a three-hour line outside to get a seat in a restaurant. Oh, you Sunday, you'll be able to walk in, and they'll tell you, hey, take any seat you want. Guarantee you there'll be room. So you don't have to worry about that. But um, that's another story for another time. <laughs> but, um, you know, Back to disaster awareness for community preparedness. Um, what is it that we could say to the people after being away for this time that we've been away that would be beneficial to them? Well, I would go back to the same, like Brother Barry said, the same soup just reheated. I would just ask people over the la- over the time that we've been gone that you haven't heard live shows from us. My questions to them would be, "How's your go bag? Mm-hmm. Have you updated it? When was the last time you opened it and dumped everything out of it and checked the dates on the stuff that was in there and rotated your stock? When was the last time you uh, unrolled the clothing that was in there and if the moths?" hadn't eaten it already, switched them out so you'd have fresh seasonal clothes in your go bag. When was the last time that you checked the provisions in your automobile to make sure that, one, if you had the water in the plastic jug in that uh, trunk of yours, it's either either evaporated or the plastic jug has swollen so much that it's about to burst at any moment from the heat that it's been in there. So um, it's definitely time to rotate that uh, uh, um, stock. Um, When was the last time you did that? When was the last time you went to your primary care physician and got a complete physical, including blood work, all your diagnostic tests? So you would know what your state of health is and where you stand as far as your chemical and biological status. You know, how many of us actually know the histories of 
our parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents to know what actually runs in our DNA and what to look out for down the line. Um, Here in the news recently, they're talking about this new type of hepatitis that is attacking babies. Um, Of course, they talked about the monkeypox. And, you know, who knows what's going to come next? Because they always have to keep something out there to keep us diverted from what is really going on. And like you said, the show now of the hearings of the insurrection uh, of January, you know, they uh, they they have pictures of people and the FBI and, and the other alphabet agencies are, you know, rounding people up and coming to their homes. At least I know they are here in Michigan, and they're arresting them and doing all kinds of things. Okay, yeah, that all sounds good, but what is, what is it really doing? What is, what, what's really going on, you know? But, again, it's just something just to keep us occupied um, while something else is going on, so I, I, I say let just uh, uh, you know focus on the things that you can control. Focus on the things that are most going to benefit you and your family. Okay, do you have food in your home? When was the last time you surveyed how much food you have in your home and rotated the um, supplies that you do have? When was the last time that you, uh, you know, did a drill in your home with whoever lives in there to know where to go, when to go, and what to do in case of emergency, when disaster strikes? So these are just some things that I'm just throwing out there, Brother Yusuf. No, critically important, Brother Rudolph. You know, we're taught repetition is the mother of learning. And a reminder benefits the believers. Elsewhere in the book it says a reminder is a mercy to the believers, you see, and a reminder profits the believers. So it's critically important that you remind us of getting properly prepared with our go bags, both the ones and supplies in our home, uh, those that we consider to have in our vehicles, not to mention, you know, having our cars maintenance, as you critically said, is one thing to have your car, your mode of transportation maintenance, but what about yourself, your physical body? Checkups are critically important. And then with the peculiar weather that's happening all over the place, I mean, it's critically important that, number one, we make a plan. Number two, we build and reassess our kit. And number three, we stay informed. That's why we're uh, eternally grateful for our listening audience week in and week out that tune in to what we have to share with you that you may or may not hear in other podcasts or other radio shows or other TV shows, you know, when you talk about the climactic conditions, you know, we're in hurricane season. 
Right. You, you, you have to understand, family, that hurricanes are just not a coastal problem. You can find out that rain, wind, water, even tornadoes could happen far inland from where a hurricane or tropical storm makes landfall. That's right. They can happen along any coast on the United States, the east, the west, or any territory in the Atlantic or Pacific Oceans. You know, storm surges historically are the leading cause of hurricane-related deaths in the United States. So you got your eastern Pacific hurricane season, which takes place normally from May 15th to November 30th. Then you have your Atlantic hurricane season that takes place normally from June 1st to November 30th. And then you have your Central Pacific hurricane season, same dates from June 1st to November 30th. So let us not act like we don't know. Let us act like we know and then do something about it. You may or may not be able to 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 afford uh, flood insurance, but if you are, that might be something you need to consider as well. And make sure you read your contract thoroughly for those who decide to get flood insurance because that fine line is a matter of really inches of fine line. So, you know, read it carefully before you sign it and and pay all of that money thinking that if your property gets flooded that you're automatically covered. But, no, they have some disclaimers in some of these contracts that uh, I know when Superstorm Sandy hit Atlantic City uh, back in October of uh, 2012, there were – some residents who thought they had flood insurance that covered them, they had flood insurance, but they found out when it came to a technicality that they weren't covered because, you know, again, a matter of inches. Is it a basement? Is it not a basement? How far does it go below your property, below right. sea level? I mean, there's some technicalities there, so I'm just sharing that word to the wise is sufficient. Um, You know, this thing about disaster preparedness, like Brother Rudolph said, no matter what your ethnicity is, you know, disasters do not discriminate. They don't take off holidays, lunch breaks. It may be Juneteenth for us. It may be Father's Day for us. But disaster (laughs) cares nothing about that non-discriminatory. So we give you resources from places that you may not normally get them and or, you know, depending on the subject matter, we might not recommend them depending on the subject matter. But, you know, um, whatever we can give you, we give you for you to take the initiative or not. But you'll never be able to come back to us and say, well, Brother Rudolph, Brother Yusuf, how come you didn't tell us this was available? So I say that to say that the um, Department of Homeland Security Center for Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships, they have access. If you go to uh, FEMAready.gov, you can get a digital toolkit. 
You know, everything is on your phone today if you have one of those smartphones, which contains a library of ready-to-use social media posts, graphics, video links that promote life-saving information about how individuals and families can prepare and survive during a hurricane. So just wanted to share that. Uh, again, you can um, email partnerships at FEMA, FEMA, F-E-M-A, dot D-H-S for Department of Homeland Security, dot gov to get information that uh, is free of charge. It's free of charge. All you have to do is take the initiative to go there and to find out uh, available information that may be helpful to you and your families. You're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. I'm your co-host, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, along with Brother Rudolph Muhammad. We have uh, 4.53 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we're moving into our second hour of today's program. I'd just like to, um, uh, first of all, Black Music Month as well, you know, I say word to the wise is sufficient. There's an old jazz classic. I think Billy Holiday used to sing it. It says, them that's got shall get, them that's not shall lose. So the Bible says, and it still is news, mama may have and daddy may have, but God bless the child that's got his own. That's and right. so when you... Listen to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is one of the quotes we share on a regular basis. He says, and I quote, those who are scripturally prepared know that it is prophesied that we would be living in a time of wars and rumors of war, pestilence, famine, and earthquakes in diverse places. We are witnessing terrifying disasters afflicting the peoples of the world, and those disasters are now afflicting the United States of America. Believing that those prophecies will be fulfilled, it is our duty to learn as much as we can on disaster preparedness and do all we can to prepare the American people and our people in particular for coming disasters. Again, this is a quote from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Yes. And, you know, let me just quickly... These points that so in my head, you were talking about the flood insurance, just for the people to understand and to know there are three different types of flood insurance. So you need to um, be aware of exactly which one you need in order to be protected, because that's one of the ways that they get you uh, when, when, when disaster strikes and you go to them thinking that you good and then you find out you're not good because you had the wrong type of flood insurance. So now uh, the other point is um, that's flood insurance, so that's for the house. All right. Um, Life insurance. How many of us, and and nobody has to raise their hand in here because confession is for the Lord only. It's not for anybody else. So nobody has to raise their hand. It's just something uh, for you to think about. Uh, As Arsenio used to say, things to make you go, hmm. Mm -hmm. How many of us do not have life insurance? 
a life insurance policy. And now we're not even getting into whole life, term life, talking about some kind of policy so that if something happened to you, those that you leave behind don't have to uh, 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 have a fish fry, a card game, pass the hat, or do a GoFundMe account just to get you in the ground, even if it's just a final expense policy. That's just something to think about. And if you don't, then you need to do your research and find out about these policies because there are certain policies that they're strictly just death benefits. Once the person dies, then you can take this policy and it can um, produce a certain amount of money that can help to get them whatever you need to do with them so that you can feel better about yourself and whoever that loved one was to you. Because I guarantee you, whoever that person is, it don't mean a thing to them. They out of here. Believe that. They out of here. And they're not even thinking about whether it's a gray casket, a blue casket, a pine box, or cremation. That thought is not even going through their mind. For the ones who are left behind to deal with that. So that, and that's probably why you sometimes hear them say, funerals are not for the dead, they're for the living. Uh, you know, so I was just throwing that out there, family, just throwing it out there. All right, what about health insurance? How many of us do not have health, any type of health insurance? You know, people can say what they want, but I will say this about New York State. At least in New York State, if you're in New York State, doesn't matter whether you're documented or undocumented, doesn't matter what the case is. If you're in New York State, you can get some type. Now, it may not be the best in the world, but at least you can have something. But there are some states that you can't get anything. And so when something happens, if you don't have the cash, you just out of luck. So you just need to check whatever state you live in including the state of confusion, you need to check to see what is available in your state. And if you don't have any, get some. Get something for you and your family so that you will have a reasonable portion of uh, when disaster strikes. So, again, remember, insurance is for not if, but when. Just like you, well, other than here in the city of Detroit, uh, in Michigan, insurance, car insurance, is for people to have, you know, you drive, you operate a motor vehicle on the streets, you have insurance, um, you know, that that's the law. Uh, it's something different here in Detroit. I understand why the God had to come here first, Brother Yusuf. I understand why he had to come here in person. <laughs> yes, sir. Different mm-hmm. type of person here. Different type of person. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, insurance is for when. 
not if. So you, you, you need to look into it, family. Look into it. And if, like I said, if not, it, 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 those of us that are in houses of worship, how many of our elders are going to have to, uh, 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 that are still left around, are going to ha- have to die, and we're going to have to pass the hat around just to get them buried? Because remember, if uh, include my mother, we just celebrated her 91st birth anniversary on June 8th, Beautiful. 91 years, and Thank God she's still in her right frame of mind. And Nana, as she's affectionately known, is still cracking jokes on people and and, and still being the comedian that she always was, you know. And I thank Allah for her still being around this long. The realistic side to it is her life insurance policy been up. And it took mm-hmm. something else to happen for me to find that out and to dig into it and see to it. Yeah, most of our seniors' life insurance policies, if they are over 85 years old, their policies are null and void at this point. It's a wrap. That's right. Yeah, and they can't get any at this point. Mm-hmm. A cash burial for you live or where your parents and grandparents live at. Because the thing about you, how much is the average fuel? Well, that's what you and your family are going to have to come up with in order to um, put your loved ones away respectively. So it's just, uh, again, it's a conversation that needs to be had with everyone in the family. I know, I know, I know. We all. Because it's a reality that's coming to all of us. So, again, we deal with preparedness on this show. We deal with making a plan, writing the plan down, rehearsing the plan, and reevaluating that plan when the time comes, when necessary, and making sure everybody that's, that it pertains to knows what the plan is. So for individual households, you need to find out what is the plan for you and your household, you and your family. But like I was saying, in these houses of worship, there's a possibility that houses of worship can do group policies for the elders in the houses of worship where it doesn't matter who the elder is, when they do return to their maker, then the house of worship already has the funds necessary to put them away properly and respectably, and nobody has to worry about a thing. It's just something you just need to talk to an insurance agent on. And in the weeks to come, we will will have an insurance agent on the show that will explain all of these things that I just talked about, and we'll go in depth and in detail into it, and we'll let you know 
at least a couple of days in advance, God willing, um, so that you can get your questions together and get whoever else you need to get to join you on the show that day so that you can get the information that you need to have. Brother Yusuf, I just wanted to throw that out there. No, brother, I caught it. I hope our listening audience caught it. Keep throwing them out, brother Rudolph. Keep throwing out those pearls, those nuggets. Wow, that's critically important to consider because I know just dealing with, uh, you know, elders that at a certain point their personal life insurance is no longer uh, impactful, effective. And so knowing that uh, one of the viable alternatives is to consider a group like through a church or your spiritual institution, then um, – that's that's critically important for us to consider, and we look forward to hearing. Brother, you have a caller. Welcome, caller. Please state your name. Hello. Where you're calling from, and yes, how may we serve you? I'm Paul. I'm from Detroit. Brother Rudolph knows me well. How are you doing? Welcome, brother Paul. Fine, sir. And you? How are you? I'm doing just fine. You know, I'm going to go old school on you, cat, because I'm old. But I think <laughs> as a community, um, we, we're forgetting the module that the Black Panthers put out there. And, you know, sometimes we're trying to recreate something that was already there. Because when you look at the Black Panthers and what they did for the community, for us, by us, to have us, um, it's a heck of a module. And it was about safety and preparedness. And it was about um, our community. And I think we've kind of gotten away from, because of the propaganda, because of the fear of the black man that they had for us organizing the way that we do. And when I had first turned in, um, and I, I apologize, because my daughter had called me about my grandson's baseball game, and I had to tune out and come back in. And the thing about preparedness is that they had the even military options. And when Brother Muhammad, you know, Rudolph was talking about water, uh, I had went up to one of the Army-Navy stores that had military water that was good for five years. And this is information that our people need to know that when it comes to preparedness, that there's other options whether they're not just going on because they get K-rations and everything else as far as preparedness uh, is concerned. And my only comment is is that um, there's so much out there that we already know about our community that they block from our community from Tulsa because we're going into Juneteenth and how much that they organized and had a connection and had a system to provide the type of things that we are talking about, including burials, including preparedness, that we've gotten away from that. And those, um, what I would say, uh, plans is still there. And sometimes we need to look back to go forward. And that's my only comment. (laughs) Uh, Brother Yusuf, just so you know, uh, that's my partner right there that we teach together um, here. He's a retired black firefighter here in Detroit. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. 
<laughs> well, brother Paul, thank you, brother. Thank you for that information, brother. You know, to look back to move forward. That's that saying, Copa Bird, brother. I heard you. Yes, sir. I heard you. And and it's you know it's interesting you would bring up uh, the history of the Black Panthers and related to the uh, military water and uh, the K rations because I just had a conversation with a high school uh, classmate of mine and she was telling me that her son made her buy, well, this is the way she phrased it, uh, $800 worth of survival food that, that lasts. And, and she was like, you know, I, you know, he made me, I, I don't want, I said, no, he's on to something. And she said, yeah, you know, it's a shame. We work all our lives and now we're in the midst of a, a, a famine is right around the corner. I said, no, famine is here. You better thank your God for your son that he encouraged you to get those uh, uh, disaster uh, preparedness survival foods. And so now you call up with that, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother Paul. And I hope if you're retired from the fire service, you know I got much respect for you, brother, all the brothers there in uh in the big D, brother, in the fire service, and the sisters. So uh, well, I pray a lot that uh, – I'm sorry. Yeah, I ahead. thank you, too. Yeah, I thank you, too. But the thing is, is that we can't sleep no more. And they're getting prepared. They've been getting prepared. And we saw it on January 6th. They've been prepared. And we need to have the mentality of the same thing. Because as you were saying before about coastal, it's deeper than that. Because the uh, definition of a Category 1 hurricane is 71 miles per hour. In Detroit, where there is, other than cold lakes, we've got wind gusts up to 70 miles an hour. So That's right. we are not right. close to uh, a coastal anything. And when you look at the path of what's going through – they're talking about right now closing down, uh, uh, what's that national park over there that everybody runs to, because I don't like to talk about it, because everybody talk about that park in Montana. But at the end of the day, you know, it's changing. And we need to be really honestly on the same tip um, that we need to be prepared. And, and God bless that person that told them, because on if you turn to some of these shopping channels, they are now doing that. Costco has preparedness kits for you. We need to be on that tip because it's no joke out here no more. We, we, we in, you know, I don't want to get religious and I don't want to do this, but we're in some perilous times at this point in time, and our people don't need to be looking at hip-hop shows. We need to be showing our, ourselves, and that's just the way I look at it. It's time for us to show out. Not hip hop. We we we're getting, um, what can I say? We 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 looking to the left when everything is coming to the right, and and mm-hmm. for our people, we need to understand that that no, we can't sleep no more. We can't rest no more. We we at a time that we need to be prepared all the way around. You got to wake up. Yes, sir. You know that, you that's the only thing I say. You know, uh, uh, you know, doggone um, multiple ethnicities and stuff, at the end of the day, you know what the fear is. The fear is that 
the world is growing brown. So they're going to get desperate while the world is growing brown. And I hate to take it there, but that's just the way it is. And if we are not prepared to deal with the issues and then the only, I mean, the internal structures that, think about it, that, you know, some of these internal structures have been there since the 30s. How long is that going to mm-hmm. last? You know, how long is these bridges going to last? How long is some of this stuff that we consider, you know, each and everybody that has a house that's heard a creak or a crack, that's the ground shifting. That ain't, that ain't nobody standing on your roof. That's, that's the foundation of stuff that's turning right now. And if you put your head in the sand, I don't know. Did we lose, Brother Paul? Brother Rudolph, can I be heard? Brother Forrest? Yes, sir. I'm going to bring him back. Pardon the technical difficulties, brothers and sisters. Um, Thank you for your patience. You know, we oftentimes say technology is great. It's just not an exact science. So the beauty of this program is that many of our listeners have a level of expertise that um, can be beneficial to all, including Brother Rudolph and myself. So we thank Brother Paul for offering and putting us in tune with the time and what must be done. And to our consistent and constant listeners, you know, We've been crying out in the wilderness for at least five years for me and longer than that for Brother Rudolph. And we thank Black Hole Radio LLC for giving us this opportunity to share some aspects of uh, what Brother Paul was talking about. We thank Brother Paul for sharing what was on his heart about the state of emergency. You know, when you talk about disaster, Preparedness is about community involvement, community investment, and community partnerships. But uh, many of us know the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has a collective of study guides entitled Self-Improvement, the basis for community development. So it starts with me, myself, and I to learn more about viruses and vaccines, to learn more about fire safety, education, health and fitness, community risk reduction. It starts with self. And uh, for those who may not be familiar with the term community risk reduction, it's a process to identify and prioritize local risk, followed by the integrated and strategic investment of resources emergency response, and prevention to produce their occurrence and impact. So I don't know if we got Brother Paul back with us. I heard Brother Rudolph's voice. I was just thanking you, Brother Paul, as we uh, had encountered some technical difficulties. So I'll fall back, and if there's anything you wanted to close out and say, again, we are grateful, Brother, for your contribution uh, this afternoon, this evening. If not, Brother Rudolph, go right ahead, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, um, Brother Paul um, teaches at the local college, at the community college here. 
um, again, we uh, teach together. He actually brought me in um, when I fought, when I uh, relocated here, and he and I have worked very closely since then to uh, try and recruit for um, the fire service as well as EMS. Um, but just to get these um, young people out here involved in the um, discussion and in the practical reality of emergency services. So, um, again, yeah, I, I appreciate Paul calling in um, because he has his own podcast that he does same time we do here in D- in, in Detroit. Um, mm, so anyway, 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 you know, that uh, um, for those residents of Atlanta, there is something special going on in Atlanta, and um, I'm just going to put this out here really quickly, and we'll go into it at another time. Georgia Independent Volunteer Emergency medical service training, 2022. And the acronym is GIVE, G-I-V-E. It says GIVE Medical Services. All right? Emergency medical services are resources used by a public or private nonprofit licensed entity to deliver emergency medical service, emergency medical care, outside of a medical facility under emergency conditions. That's what this organization is about, the Georgia Independent Volunteer Emergency Give. Um, so, uh, for the, again, for those that are in the Georgia, in the Atlanta area, you can contact them at area code 470-946-9446. That's 470-946-9446. Their website is www.giveems.com, G-I-V-E-M-S dot C-O-M. All right, so that just throwing that out there. Again, we'll come back at a later time with more information about this organization, but they are going to be teaching uh, CPR, first aid, first responder, emergency medical responder, firefighter one, firefighter two, EMT, paramedic, CNA um, classes in in the community. Um, I hear we have a caller on the line. Welcome to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. To whom do we have the privilege of speaking with, and how may we serve you? Assalamualaikum. This is Brother Allah. Waalaikum salam. Waalaikum salam. All right. Man, oh, man, I was just talking about you. (laughs) I heard, I heard. 
I, I was trying to get in, but you know, technical difficulties. It did something something weird when I called in, and then I, okay. I was able to work out getting into the host queue. All right, all right, all right. Well, well, family, like I told you, that we would be back with you in a couple of weeks to uh, talk about this. Well, it's a couple of weeks. See how fast God works. God is constantly working. Our time is not here. (laughs) Well, this man right here that we're talking to right now is the founder of Give EMS. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you for for the introduction, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yes, Georgia Independent Volunteer Emergency Medical Service. Is a is is a it's a non for profit organization that we are working with other organizations for funding to teach different public safety classes, whether it be EMT, CPR, first aid, stop the bleed, um, CNA. We'll also have some doula classes. Some midwives will be working there. We'll have a lot of different things for the community. It's basically a community organization, it's for us, it's by us, and it serves us. Uh, we, um, right now, we're currently in the physical construction stage. We have, we have contractors working on our space, but we are located at 755 Boone, uh, Joseph E. Boone Boulevard in, in the Bluff, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we're also, um, I'll, I'll put all our contact information in once all of our, our website and stuff is fully up. We, I have all the contact information. I will be back on the show. We are, we are working diligently to make sure that we can serve everyone equally and fairly as we come in. We'll also be doing some police and fire classes, um, some law enforcement classes, um, some disaster preparedness. Um, and Brother Rudolph, yes, sir. Um, I I I was approached by some uh, some gun organizations, and they're interested in learning CPR and stop the bleed. I and, bet and they, they are. Well, let's go. Let's go get classes. them. Let's go get them. Let's go teach them. Yes, sir. So, uh, so so I'm approached regularly for for different things, and this this organization now with the space being done. It gives us a home to actually work out of. Right. Right. You know, and and let me just say this, family, like we always talk about, we always talk about, all right, this, all right, Give EMS is about public safety. The whole agenda is a public safety agenda. So, Brother Yusuf, um, we're definitely going to talk to you offline because we definitely need to – um, organize and step right out on a fire and life safety ca- uh, campaign uh, mm-hmm. along with the rest of the public safety campaign. But we have to get our communities up and ready for anything that may happen. And that includes police, fire, and EMS. Police, fire, and EMS. So just remember that. You know, we always ask the question, I always throw it out there, well, what do you do when you call 911 and you get a busy signal? Mm. Yeah. So, so we now 
Now, it's more important than ever, our base level of education in our communities needs to be, we need to know what professional firefighters know. We need to know what professional EMTs and paramedics know. We need to know what police officers know. Those need to be the basic level education in our communities now so that no matter who it is, every next-door neighbor knows how to stop the bleeding. Every next-door neighbor knows how to clear an obstructed airway. Every resident of the community knows how to restart a heart. Every resident of the community knows how to determine what class fire it is and what the best extinguishing um, practice and agent is going to be for it, as well as securing the people and getting them to safety. You know, so these are, as well as prevention of these things happening, prevention being the better of the two. An ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. So um, these are just some of the things that we have coming down the pipe uh, in a very few short days, Brother Yusuf. No, beautiful, Brother Rudolph. And Brother Allah, so good to hear your voice. And uh, I appreciate all that you've done, Brother, all that you're doing, along with those who you're working with. And uh, I love the acronym GIVE. And we can't wait to have you on when it's at the proper time that uh, you're able to take us deeper into um, your program. And, of course, whether it's EMS, whether it's fire or law enforcement, we all believe in safety first, safety always, safety as a standard. So I'm going to fall back, beloved. If, If there's anything that, you know, you would like our listening audience to to hear in addition to, you know, the particulars of how they can get to you via the phone, via the website, or via the address. The floor is yours, big brother. Yes, sir. So as of right now, our physical location is getting worked on. Um, I would really like for everybody to get in touch with us uh, starting at the end of July. I'm gonna. I'm targeting the end of July for our our grand opening, but we will be we will be uh, accepting applications and also volunteers in another week or two, and we'll have our campaign up. And I have our staff working on collecting all the information so people can come in and actually volunteer or sign up for the programming. And we don't have an age limit. And we can also have our instructors lined up for all of our coursework. Right now I'm working on a curriculum, and I'm also working on construction, and I'm also working at my regular job. So there's still a lot of things moving parts right now, but we're here. We have arrived. We're just, doing, we're just moving the parts around to make sure they fit properly when the people walk through the doors. Um, well, may, may the creator as, continue to. No, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. As far as as far as uh, the, every, everything else, we have been blessed. We 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 are inshallah. We will be open very shortly, and we will be able to service the community as best as we can. 
And uh, hopefully, hopefully, we can host the show from our location. We got enough space for you. I got an office in the back y'all can work from. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Are we going to make that happen? Yes, sir. Especially you, you know, brother Yusuf. I ain't seen you in a little while now. I know. I know. It's It's been a minute. And uh, that's on my soon-to-do list, brother, come down to the ATL. You know, last week I was in uh, Dillard University in New Orleans and uh, met met some uh, paramedics and, and, and EMS personnel, not from the city of Atlanta, but uh, we can make that connection for those who are connected uh, with the city of Atlanta. They were actually from uh, DeKalb County uh, working and so, you know, it's all about collaboration, man, those collabos at the right time. And uh, look forward to, to working with you, Brother Law, however I can assist you, brother. That's, you know, we do what we're born to do. And um, yes, sir. Just, just good to hear your voice, brother. You stay healthy, brother. You make sure you stay healthy. I hear you, you know, doing all that you do, the multitasking. It reminds me of... Uh, when I speak to my sons and they say, yo, Pops, what's going on with you? And after I run down the road, then I tell them, after that, life is boring. <laughs> but, brother, you, you got your hands full, brother. You got your hands full. And whatever we can do to assist you, you know, we there. We in there like swimwear. You all, big brother, y'all already assisted me because I talked to, I was speaking to uh, EMS chief just, yet, uh, just Tuesday. I did a, a a a career fair, and the brother said he he knows you and he attended some courses that you attended. He, he's a uh, former Atlanta EMS chief, and he said he knows you. He he, he he's been in your courses, and he, he he said that you're a good brother. I said that's my brother. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Praise be to Allah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Well, yep. All right. So it's on then. It's on. It's on. Yeah, he's uh brother uh Allah, you uh be careful uh um on that road, brother. Um focus yes, sir. And, uh, yes, sir. Keep, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. All right, all right. Hit me up uh when you reach New York. All right. Salam alaikum. Walaikum salam. sir. Brothers and sisters, it's 5.31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Uh, We thank Brother Allah for coming on and taking your PSA, Brother Rudolph. Who would have thunk it? He came right in on time on two. Right, like we were were first. You you took the words right out of my mouth, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so praise be to Allah. I want to give another uh public service announcement, if I may, and that is uh, the Closing the Gap podcast or webcast that comes yeah. on uh, via Facebook, hosted by Brother Student Minister Chad, uh, Brother Student Minister James, our dear sister Starla Muhammad with the final call. They just had a program this past uh, Saturday on disaster preparedness where their guest was uh, Sister Captain Christina Muhammad. As you know, no stranger to this program uh, with the 10,000 fearless CERT team out of uh, Austin, Texas, in that area. 
Um, yes, sir. And, of course, her husband, Brother Reginald Muhammad, you know, what a team and those who work with them. But she was also a co-host with, uh, I mean, a co-guest with uh, Brother Student Minister Willie Muhammad, who right. is right. out of uh, Moss Number 46 in New Orleans, who, you know, his subject matter uh, expertise, amongst others, has to do with uh, conflict resolution. And so I just wanted to give a shout-out to, to them and, and that program and the work that they're doing. And uh, I guess if we go to Facebook, we can see a, a um, archive of the show, a repeat of their show. So that's something else, brothers and sisters, as resources we like to share from various places. And, you know, whether it's uh, giving you other resources or whether it's um, – uh, having our guests call in, which many of our guests are subject matter experts in, in themselves, as Brother Paul called in and Brother Allah called in. Um, you made a statement earlier, uh, Brother Rudolph. You made it a couple of times. I think it was dealing with the insurance. But just how important documentation is, whether or not it's insurance whether or not you're dealing with a disaster. And in terms of what you can do, uh, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to consider developing a family emergency plan where you have the name and the emergency contacts, the phone numbers, the email addresses of each member in your family. You may want to plan an evacuation location. And write down where your family spends most of their time. You know, it could be work, it could be school, where family and friends live, or just, you know, the hangout, if you will, the mall, the favorite parks. You know, um, not everyone still has a landline for a phone number, but if they do, then certainly you want to write that down in addition to their cell phone numbers, because in disaster, you know, uh, it may be difficult for cell phones to even work, you see. That's right. Depending on, you know, the type of disaster and how it impacts the satellites. So, you know, if you have it written down prior to, as Brother Rudolph oftentimes says, once disaster strikes, then it's already too late. So you want to have, you know, somewhere, whether it's where you live or if you, you know, trust another family member, preferably even in another state to have your personal information, you know, you want to have documented the family doctor, the family dentist, if you have any pets, dogs, the kennel or veterinarian kennel, uh, who your uh, uh, religious leader may be, uh, be it a, a, a pastor, a minister, an imam, you want to have at least their telephone numbers so when disaster strikes, you know, you, you'll at least have some kind of documentation, some kind of directory. You know, in the book of Proverbs, it says, a prudent man foresees the difficulties ahead and prepares for them. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. And, you know, I, I, I too, am not trying to be spiritual, but 
that's just another reference we got to go into. And, you know, I'm saying that facetiously because it's no accident that Brother Rudolph and Brother Forrest uh, labeled me the pastor of disaster. So we know that's right. that in, 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 in uh, also Proverbs 6 and 6 says, Study the ant, O thou sluggard, and become mm-hmm. wise. You know, the ant works out. Ant doesn't play around. The ant is focused on their assignment. That's what we want you to do here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. It's as if in the Holy Quran, Surah 5, Ayat 32, and whoever saves a life, it is as though he has saved the lives of all men. We yes, need sir. to survive. Brother Rudolph? Yes, sir. Uh, my favorite ayat there. My favorite ayat followed only by... And had we not raised men to repel men, the earth would have been overwrought with wickedness. Yes, sir. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes, get up and do something. After you finish praying, get up off your knees and make it happen. Yes, that's right. That's right. God will never change the condition of a people until they change their heart. So that means you still got to do something first. It's always right. a preposition with God. He said, if my people who are called by my name, if they'll humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, if, that preposition if, is not guaranteed, but if you're willing to do that, then God said, then he will do something. But it, again, it's all on you. Remember, when you point one finger in the mirror, three of them are always pointing back at you, letting you know you can never absolve yourself of the responsibility of doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done. And, you know, we like to have this saying, well, bro, you got to do what you got to do. You, we all, you only got to do what you got to do because you didn't do what you should have done. So now if you start doing what you need to be doing and taking care of business, then you won't have to worry about you got to do what you got to do. So as Brother Yusuf said, that family family, um, disaster plan, it's a major thing. Documentation. I can't speak enough about documentation, family. Uh, Like he said, Superstorm Sandy. When it went on, people, uh, Hurricane Katrina, people were displaced and relocated, and some of them couldn't get back with, back home because they couldn't prove where their home was because they did mm-hmm. not have documentation. So the first thing is you need to always have documentation. You got to have some kind of photo ID, some kind of state ID some kind of proof of who you are legally, who you are, and legally where you're from. So, again, state ID, either driver's license or non-driver's license. In New York, they now have this that, that uh, uh, um, New York ID. Other states have it also. Um, whatever it is. And, and, and stop getting all spooky talking about, oh, I, don't want, I don't want the government in my business. Government already in your business. They in you. Please. 
they know what you're going to do before you do it. <laughs> That's how well they know how they unprogrammed their slaves. So, you know, That's just right. go ahead and do what you got to do for you and your family. Get that documentation. And then once you have your documentation, you ain't serious about it unless you got at least seven copies of it. Make seven copies of that documentation. Why? Why seven? Well, you need one to go in your go bag. That's the go bag that's in the house. One of them needs to be in the go bag that's in your vehicle, if you have a vehicle. One of them is a complete copy that needs to be on your person at all times. Then one of them is a copy that you need to send to whoever that family member is that is not residing with you. See, there should be a go bag at some family member's house somewhere that you can get to or a friend that you can get to, but in that go bag needs to have your personal information also. And then you need to, because we're in the modern age of computers and all of this, then put a, 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 a set of that documentation on a zip drive and lock it. So then if all you got to do is get to a computer, you get to a government building after a major disaster. For instance, what major disaster you know goes on that the Red Cross is not there set up at the shelter? Well, if they're set up at the shelter, they have computers. If they have computer and computer and Internet access, if you have a zip drive locked with your information on it, all you need to do is get access to their computer and you got your information. See how that works? But again, you just need to have at least seven copies of your documentation and, you know, have it so that you can always have proof of who you are and where you come from so that you can get the help that you need when disaster. It ain't if, it's when disaster strikes. And remember, when the disaster hits, it's too late to start getting ready. Now is when you need to start getting ready. Once the rain starts falling, the wind starts blowing, the snow starts falling, the, uh, the temperature starts dropping, it, it, it's, a, it's a wrap then. Then, that, then it's time to bunker down until the wind stops blowing, the rain stops falling, and, and until Mother Nature is calmed down so you can decide for you and your family, do I stay or do I go? But that's a decision that needs to be made ahead of time. And this is why you, you should be watching the weather, the news, at least twice a day, early in the morning and at night, so you can know what they're predicting for the next day, although it's just a prediction. But, you know, uh, to be informed is a good thing so that you can make your plan. Um, don't. Try and, um, you know, don't get bogged down watching every news report out there because all you're going to do is depress yourself because all the news is is depressing. But, yeah, at at least twice a day, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, so you can find out what has happened and find out what's coming down the pipe so you know which way you need to go with you and your family. So that's just, you know, just a little brief uh, something um, tidbit of information, little uh, jewel there for you to do as you will with it, just so that when 
that's the strikes. You can't say, Brother Yusuf, Brother Rudolph, why didn't you tell us? We told you. The question is, are you listening? And after you heard, did you really heard? Because how do you know that you heard something? Because you did something about what you heard. Well, you heard, then let's make it happen. You heard, Brother Yusuf? <laughs> Mere belief accounts for nothing. Unless carrying the crack, go ahead. A man is known by his works. The tree is known by the fruit that it bears. And the man and woman are known by their works. To be what, what's, the song in the church? What's, the song, what's the song in the church, Pastor? May the works I've done ah, speak, speak for me. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Deacon. Go ahead, <laughs> Deacon. <laughs> and the minister of music is our dear brother, Brother Rudolph Muhammad. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. You know, yeah, and, uh, you know, on the point where, you know, you say we hear too often, you know, people say, you know, I'm being, I, I don't want to be programmed. I don't want them to know all my business. Look, it's 2022. If you know what we know. You ever wonder on your cell phone sometimes it's telling you where you're going before you get there? Have, right. you, have you ever noticed that you or somebody in your family may be thinking of purchasing a particular item and then all of a sudden a, a commercial comes up on your phone, whether you're on Facebook or whatever other media stream, you know, this this devil is so is so wickedly wise, you know. They're not going to tell you you're being programmed. The word they use today is algorithms, which is just a program developed by a a a webmaster, software guru, geek, whatever you want to call them, code coder program algorithms. Just, just word to the wise, you know, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Forearmed. Now, That's right. let me tell you something. We, we, we try to program you, too, but we tell you up front. We're not trying to get up all into your head. But at the same time, our algorithms is calling out like a voice calling out in the wilderness to make straight in the desert a highway for our Lord. It's like this. Brother Rudolph put on one of his media streams not too long ago, he was feeding some chickens. I was like, damn, <laughs> Brother Rudolph got it. He got a garden. He got a farm. He's feeding chickens in Detroit. <laughs> now, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I'm going to tell you, you know, I was personally inspired by it. I'm like, man, do I, I don't know if I want to get chickens and put them where I am right now. But this is something I always wanted to do on a serious tip is put some seeds in the ground, you know, get back to my natural self to see what Allah is going to bring on the other end. So, Brother Rudolph, I, Allah bless me, you know, as we know with uh, Muhammad's economic blueprint, it talks about yes, pooling yes. our resources to achieve a common goal. That's just a universal concept. You know, it's just getting back That's to right. our natural selves, right? That's right. 
food yep. production, putting seeds in the ground, and just seeing how Allah going to bless you, owning land yep. and cultivating it to produce from the earth everything we need to live to become a productive people. Then you can sell the surplus if you get it through trade and commerce, which produces an economy and generates wealth. So, I mean, I've been blessed. And it's My very soothing, too, brother, Yusuf, mentally, emotionally speaking, spiritually speaking. Oh, brother. It's Go very ahead. gratifying to see the progress at the, of putting the, 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 the uh, uh, seed in the soil and nurturing it and watching what Allah produces is very gratifying. Yes. Yes, it is beautiful. Uh, uh, and, and I bear witness because I was blessed to be able to meet a family who had land that Allah blessed me to observe. And I was just inspired to ask them if they would consider their little brother giving me an opportunity to go after it, you know, and they, they were like, well, how much land do you need now? You know, I, I don't know how much land I need. I just want to put a seed in the earth, and I thought they had more than enough. So <laughs> Allah inspired me to say a half acre. <laughs> so 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 I'm like, you know, like the minister said when he called for the Million Man March, he saw those words come out of his mouth. Right, couldn't take them back. Did I say that? Yeah, I cannot. I can't bring it back. <laughs> so they were like. Well, okay. And and what do you want to do? You want to you want to buy the land? You want to rent it? You want to? I said I don't even know. I said I, I'm a city boy. I don't know nothing really about this farming. I said, but I just want to put some seeds in the ground and see what what happens. And uh, as Allah would have it, and we're at five fifty. We're in the last end. I'm gonna tell this story and get out your way, brothers and sisters. But as Brother Rudolph said, it was so gratifying. Yes, sir. And I heard Minister I heard Minister Akbar say uh, last weekend he came down to Norfolk to address the community, and he said, "You know, one way to make a long story short is don't tell it." <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I'm trying not to tell it, but I got to tell it because it's so gratifying. Mm-hmm. They gave me, they gave me the land. They gave it to me. I'm like, this is only Allah, right? All praise is due. And then it's it's a wonderful situation because the family, they have five houses on 20 acres of land. All of them are family members. And the one brother who all of his life, he's considered the farmer amongst the family. He came down with cancer a few years back, and uh, he has a trait, and he, he, he kind of gave up on his, his farming because – most of these brothers, this family is in their 70s and whatnot, 20 years, my senior. And uh, so, but as, as as I spoke with him, the other family member said to me, after I had the conversation, they said, man, we don't know what you said to him. But whatever it is that you said that he heard, he was so inspired, he went out and bought a new tractor, a brand new tractor, brother. He killed the lad for me. And I'm like, man, this is only a law. 
So, again, I don't know nothing. I'm relying on him. I come to find out his wife is also a lifetime gardener, farmer, if you will. So all they've been doing is telling me what are the, you know, best lessons learned and practices. And I guess they wanted to see if I was serious about it, brother. So I'm about a month and a half into it, man. And I just thank Allah, brother, because I understand that everybody on the grounds are inspired because I'm out there. They see me out there doing what Allah blesses me to do. And um, for me, it's just, it's, it's just, I'm overjoyed to see the elders happy because what it is I'm trying to do is making them happy. You know what I mean? And, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So I just shared that with the listening audience to let you know. Don't be, don't be uh, so much in your comfort zone in this time of perilous times, as Brother Paul said, that we don't take the opportunity to grow our own food because in the final analysis, we don't know the benefits we're going to reap from it. And I really don't know the benefits I'm going to reap from it in terms of the produce, but I know I've already been blessed tremendously just by seeing the inspiration, the the gratitude that Allah gave me to to take the initiative and then to see the elders happy. And uh, some of them them came out there with, with high anxiety, brother, and we just prayed together, brother. You know, just to hear the other elders say, man, I don't know what you said in your prayer to them, but they, they, you know, you can't do no wrong in their eyes. And it ain't about me. You know who guides us, brother. You understand? Yes, and so yes, I just wanted to share that with you, brother, because it's been a while. We've missed each other. And there's no for on the shorty, brother. When I saw you feeding the chickens, brother, I said, nah, he ain't. He, brother Rudolph feeding the chickens. Ain't this a Brother, and, and I have so- to. I got it. I have to give credit where it's due to my wife because it was my wife's yeah. idea to do the garden at the house. It wasn't mine. I was just, all right, baby, how much money you need? All right. Well, I got to <laughs> go to Lowe's and get. Uh, I had to. I even had to set up an account at Lowe's so she could get the stuff when I wasn't around, and I just had to make mm. sure the check didn't bounce. But praise be to Allah. And then she took me to, she made the connections, and we went to a bee farmer. Um, and even though I'm allergic to bees, I went. I had two EpiPens, but I went because I wanted to see it, and I wanted to learn. I mm-hmm. wanted to know. And we did mm-hmm. that. And as bad as my allergy, seasonal allergies are since 9-11, I mean, if you cut grass and I'm anywhere near around and the wind blow in my direction, I start swelling up. But I took about mm. two or three tickets. That morning, and like I said, I had a double-fisted uh, EpiPen ready to go, and, and we went. And we went, and it was beautiful, brother. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. And, and well, so, you I know, just wanted to share that, brother. You know, we're in the last five minutes of this program, and there's never enough time, but we're just grateful for our listening audience to be back with us live, and inshallah we'll be consistent with coming to you with uh, that which Allah revealed to us so we can help each other, brothers and sisters, with this disaster awareness for community preparedness. Um, Again, if you get a chance, go to YouTube and and listen to the Prime Minister from Barbados, her delivery about 15 minutes long at the ninth summit of the Americas that she delivered in Los Angeles on June 10th. 
2022. And, and 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 I just say to all of us, you know, may the Creator, may Allah continue to order your steps and make firm your feet. Again, we I want to thank, we want to thank Black Hole Radio for getting us back up and running because without them, you know, we wouldn't be here uh, today and we wouldn't have the archive shows that Allah blessed us to have. So thank you, Brother Forrest and your family, both nuclear and extended. And, Brother Rudolph, I'm going to let you go ahead and close out, brother. We got three minutes left. And uh, love you, family. Love you too, brother. Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you as well. Yes, sir, family. Well, yes, sir, all good things must come to an end. You know, for those in my age group, you know, you may remember this. I'm so glad we had this time together just to laugh and just to sing a song. It seems we just get started, and before we know it, comes the time when we must say so long. Yes, it's, that, it's about that time. What the song said, looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. Yes, all good things must come to an end, but this is not an end. This is merely a comma in the sentence. And if it be the will of Allah, then we will be back um, to the same station, at the same time, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, seven days from today, be the will of Allah. And if not, then just listen up. There will be an archive playing. There will definitely be an archive playing if you can get it on the airwaves. But Brother Yusuf and myself are going to put our heads together this week along with our engineering staff and come up with a series of topics that we really need to delve into, um, and we're going to get it out there on Facebook and uh, instant message and on Instagram and whatever, that, uh, however we can communicate to let you know ahead of time what's coming so that you can do what you need to do to make sure that you're in the place to be when we uh return so until until that time um you know may allah bless you and your family as well as blessing me and my family and may the grace and mercy of the almighty creator be with us henceforth and forevermore may he allow us to return to our places of abode and to once again experience another beautiful day in his creation called universe. And until we meet again, may he watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another, all hearts composed. I mean, I mean, I mean. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam, sir. I can I hear 
in a word Are a
That's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.